0: What you got going on? <laughs> <laughs> what's your Man. like? What's your relationship status? Mm. You, Mister At bag? Mm. I'm single. You know, I'm single, but I'm dating. I'm just taking my time with life. Alright. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what we is? We date. We dating. We go have dates, and we friends. Okay. We go to exotic locations. <laughs> we have great times. Mm. We go to strip clubs. Church. 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 I'm going to take you to church. I love that. Yeah. So, like, what you like about me? Because people be like, she is like, we wouldn't talk to her. So, what is it about me that you like about me?
1: Um, like, why you fucking with a city, girl?
0: Because I mean, you authentic. You know? You're like one of the realest people I ever met. You know what I'm saying? And yo, let me squeeze, fall down my coat. Let's squeeze, living <laughs> This ain't Turn your man, squeeze to a renegade. Bitch, don't slam my cuttle. Fuckin' with my socks on. Fuckin' all night long. Young nigga party like popcorn. The coupe, I got it. The boot, I got it. The gas, I got it. The bags, I got it. The hoe, I got it. The clothes, I got it. She chose Turn your main bitch to a renegade. I got it. The house, I got it. The ass, I got it. I smash, I got it. I'm zen, I got it. I'm I got it. The drink. Bitches ain't no motherfuckin' lemonade. Lemon squeeze fodder in squee, the cargo. Yeah. Fresh squeeze lemonade. Bitches ain't no mini-made, though. turn your main bitch to a ring Bitch, don't slam my cartoon. Fuck on the socks on. Fuck all night long, Young nigga all like popcorn. Got your main bitch dial at the back, door How you love that, though? She bad as she findin' this motherfucker looking from the front. From here, from the back, though. Got a pretty ass coupe outside and sendin' them food. Before you even got a deal, get it why they hating on me yeah. they hate it, I made it, I waited, they faded I ran off a bag, and they can't debate it I got it, I got it, I want it, I buy it Got it for all the car back, this nigga don't even try The money, a lot, the bitch, a lot Blood, it, the watch, the chain, a lot The right back pocket, i do stub, stop piece of bitch The left pocket, got on full, not Shouldn't let me out the leash mm-hmm. Turn the nigga to a beast huh?
1: Yo. Yes. I'm back, niggas. We are here to talk that game five talking. I got a lot of I got a lot of shit to announce. I got a lot of shit to announce. You know what I'm saying? Y'all been waiting. I mean... Yeah, that... A couple of things motivated me this week. That Rolling Stone list, dog, was so bad. I had to come up with a top 50 of my own. Because I wasn't doing 100. I wasn't doing 250. I'm not doing that shit, dog. First off. Because... Um, just like, man, I ain't never seen no shit that bad before, you know what I'm saying? So I got a lot coming, you know what I'm saying? So after the NBA Finals, I'm a debut, finally, I've been working on that motherfucker like Dre been working on that goddamn detox, nigga, the NBA 75, my real NBA 75 is coming, y'all. I I keep promising it, but I never come through, so this for real this time. I got, um. I also got the top 50 NBA players in the world coming. I got the top 50 greatest rap albums ever, in my opinion. So. I had to, um, go ahead and let y'all know what was going on. Now, let's get to the, uh, stories. Now, as I played in the beginning, (laughs) I mean, it's been said that Puff and, um, Young Miami been dating and messing around, you know, but I guess they just confirmed that shit to the public. I mean, Puff ain't claiming her in the relationship, but it seems like to me that Him and Young Miami are friends with benefits. I mean, that's cool. I mean, puff like them young chicks. It is what it is. We see back fucking girls. No, I'm just playing. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave that alone. (laughs) I'm going to leave that alone. Anyway, man. Kendrick Lamar was officially removed from the TDE website. And he is going to continue his endeavors with a different label. He leaves Interscope, he leaves TDE, and he leaves Aftermath, I believe, right? But he signed to PG Lane Columbia, I think, now. I guess that's the only label that would give him a label. So, I mean, obviously, TDE um, has... Artist like, um, you know, Schoolboy Q, still J Rock, Isaiah Rashad, Absol. I said Sizzle already, right? Rayvon motherfucking Zakari, Lance Skywalker, Sir, Dolce. So they got a they still got a loaded roster, it's just not gonna be the same without K. You know, J-Rock definitely started with the TDE shit. And then Kendrick just came along and took the torch and waved that flag high. So let's see what they do. I mean, they've been kind of bullshitting with the releases. I mean, if Kendrick Lamar dropped before Q, before Soul, before Rock, before SZA, it's it's something going on there. Um, Stephen Curry, I mean, I know, I know tonight he didn't have the best night, but outside of this game that he's played tonight, the first four games, Stephen Curry has been proving former detractors wrong in every aspect. They have said everything negative to try to discredit his greatness, like He's only a three-point shooter. He's not a point guard. Um, He doesn't show up in the finals. And I'm pretty sure with tonight's results, I know Skip Bayless is going to get on TV and hate on this nigga. I already know what time it is. Skip Bayless is bored, man. LeBron's not there to to fail anymore. (laughs) So he's got to find, he's just got to hate on everybody. But I swear to God, if y'all give the finals MVP to Andrew Wiggins, I'm going to flip my fucking wig. I mean, I just recently got a fucking message that said Wiggins for MVP. (laughs) I'm just like, God damn. What does this nigga have to prove? Exactly. Me personally, I definitely want Steph to get four because that Stephen Curry versus LeBron James conversation gets real. If he wins this, I mean, he's already regarded as the best shooter of all time. You know, the only thing that's holding him back is obviously, you know, regular season MVPs and finals MVPs. That does hurt his case against LeBron James. But Stephen Curry owns the matchup. Stephen Curry has performed well versus LeBron James with the exception of 2016. They would be tied in championships. Seriously, it's wild as fuck out here in these streets. But as far as I'm concerned, I feel like Steph has proven people wrong before, but they just fail to realize or forget that He has performed well in many finals games. Then they they just nitpick it at this nigga at this point. They'll say, oh, he doesn't make game winning shots in the fourth quarter with less than 20 seconds left in the game in the NBA. Nigga, shut your bitch asses up. God damn. I don't even nitpick at LeBron like that to where, oh, he's never hit a game-winning shot and blah, 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 and this and that with 20 seconds left and five, this. I don't care about game-winning shots, nigga. I care about championships. I don't care about that shit. Now, which leads me to my next question. Is Boston's defense overrated? because a lot of detractors have said that Boston's defense is overrated because a lot of of the star players have averaged a shit ton of points versus them in the playoffs. Now, I'm going to examine this live. Let's go through all the Boston series. So let's go through Boston and Brooklyn. Let's see how potent this defense really is, y'all. All All right. So, Kevin Durant averaged 26 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists. But, Kevin Durant shot 39% from the field. 33% from three. That's really good defense, I gotta say. Kyrie Irving was well below his average. He averaged 21 points per game. But however, he did shoot well. He shot 44% from the the field, which was better than Durant. And shot 38% from three, which was better than Durant. 21-5-5. But it seemed like everybody else on the Nets, though. Seth Curry shot 56% from the field, 52% from three, right? Bruce Brown shot 57% from the field and 43% from three. Nick Claxton shot 79%. Goran Dragic shot 56%. Patty Mills shot 56%. Andre Drummond shot 54% from the field Despite him averaging only 4 points per game in the series it seemed like Boston locked down Kevin Durant that was the guy that they stopped and they let everybody else score everybody else try to beat them It wasn't like the Boston Celtics shut the nets down They shut down Kevin Durant in that series. So I mean I do give them credit for shutting down Durant but they didn't really necessarily shut down the rest of the team. Let's move on to their next series against Milwaukee. Giannis Antetokounmpo averaged 34 points per game, 15 rebounds per game, and 7 assists per game, right? He shot 46%, which is kind of below his regular averages, because he normally shoots like 50%. Let me double check that just to make sure. Regular season, he shot... 55% from the field and 29% from three. In this series, he shot 46%, which is below his average. And he shot 25% from three. They held Drew Holiday to 36% from the field. Bobby Portis, who had been shooting the lights out, he was held to 39%. Wes Matthews shot 33% from the field. So they basically did quite well with shutting down the uh, Milwaukee Bucks as an entire team. So Boston's defense gets the seal of approval here in this series. Let's move on to the Miami Heat series. Buckle up, y'all. It's going to be a long show. I'm trying to keep this shit entertaining for y'all. All All right. Let's look this shit up. We're just trying to see if Boston's defense is overrated because I keep hearing that. Jimmy Butler averaged 26 points per game, seven rebounds, three assists. He shot 48% from the field, 29% from three. Um, that's around what Jimmy Butler normally shoots. Bam at a buyout, average 15 a game, but he shot 60% from the field. Meanwhile, their teammates, though. Victor Oladipo, 31%. Gabe Vinson 39%. This is not good. Like, you got to shoot at least 44, 45%. Lowry, 29%. PJ, Caleb Martin did shoot 48% from three, but it didn't matter. He only averaged seven points per game. Max Struess shot 29% from three. Duncan Robinson shot 29% from three. So from the looks of it here, Boston defense showed up in that series. Now let's look at Golden State. I think the only thing is they're only going to show like um, the first four games. You know, since it just ended, they don't have game five figured in yet. Steph's averaging 34 percent from the field. Steph is shooting 50 percent, 49 from three. Clay Thompson shooting 36% from the field, 34% from three. Andrew Wiggins, 43%. Jordan Poole, 42%. Kevon Looney, 72%. Otto Porter, Draymond Green. Okay. Now, detractors can say that Golden State Warriors maybe have, you know, exposed Boston's defense. But... I think Golden State is just a very smart team, though. And they're known for, like, exposing teams' weaknesses. So, I can answer the question by saying, is Boston defense overrated? No. They're really good on defense. It's just that they have met their match because they have held it down in the previous series defensively. Now, Dale Curry and Sonya Curry. I know y'all been watching. Y'all see that Dale and Sonya like did the switch? Hit that switch. It looks like that Dale is dating like Sonya's new guy's ex-girlfriend from what I'm hearing from the streets. This shit is just funny. This just the petty little wars between the Curry's and, you know I've I've delved into this topic before in, a cra- in the craziest scandal of the year with Dale and Sonya man that shit wild just watching it's gotta be awkward seeing both of your parents like yeah fucking weird I know y'all see Dale with the bunny alright now I keep hearing that Beyonce is possibly hinting at dropping another project because I guess there was movement on her social media that's got her fans thinking that, okay, maybe that she's going to drop something new. You know what I'm saying? And in my opinion, I mean, we can use some new Beyonce. I'm not going to cap. We can use some... We can use some new queen Queen of England. And I know a lot of y'all out here is looking stupid. Because y'all used to shit on Blue Ivy so tough when she was little. And how Jay and Beyonce didn't comb her hair and all that shit. Blue Ivy's a beautiful kid. I mean, she was beautiful then. The glow up is real. Y'all motherfuckers, those niggas was scandalous back in the day. Y'all was talking about niggas' kids like bad back in the day, boy. But is Beyonce dropping a new album? I mean, it would be good for the game. It'd be cool. It'd be cool. You know, because I guess she dropped some type of a code called B7 because this would indicate that this is her seventh album coming. So I don't know. We'll see. The Los Angeles Lakers uh, showed interest in Colin Sexton. Man, Los Angeles Lakers won every goddamn body on that fucked up ass, old ass, injury prone ass team. But lucky, I mean, Colin Sexton um, game, it just doesn't fit what Los Angeles is trying to do. Colin Sexton is more of a guy that needs the ball in his hands to make plays. He's not a corner three-point shooter. And I don't... I mean... He hinted that he wanted to play with LeBron when he was drafted by Cleveland before he left. Anthony Davis. uh, This nigga said that he hasn't shot a basketball since April. This is exactly why he's injury-prone. It doesn't hurt for at least once a week to do some shooting drills. Not talking about running suicides. Not talking about lifting weights as he should be anyway. I'm sure this nigga got a gym at the crib. I'm sure. He's got to have a gym at the crib. Or a basketball rim or something. He hasn't shot a basketball since April 5th. See, this type of work ethic Is the reason why this type of you know this type of mentality is why Davis continuously gets hurt. I'm not even asking him to train every fucking day. I'm not. So it's just fucking wild to me. It's crazy. So that never ceases to amaze me. Um, DeAndre Ayton, the Phoenix Suns are looking to make multiple sign-in trade moves regarding Ayton. There are a lot of teams that are interested in Ayton. I hope he goes to the great state of Michigan to go to come play for the Detroit Pistons. That would be lit. But, you know, obviously, there's a lot of um, players out there that are getting shopped. Rudy Gobert is among the names that I hear being shopped. Uh, Detroit Pistons' Jeremy Grant. Um, Atlanta's John Collins. And OG Anunoby is looking to get out of Toronto. Because I keep hearing rumors that... And a lot of the Toronto Raptors are not happy with their roles down there. And Toronto is looking to build around Scotty Barnes and Pascal Siakam. Um, Jimmy Butler has started to recruit Donovan Mitchell. I mean, I've been saying that he should go to Miami, but who are you going to get rid of? 'Cause Butler and Adebayo are seem to be the are seeming to be the safe ones down there. But I definitely look to flipping a whole bunch of players. But it, it all depends on you know, Utah has a very unsure future. Donovan Mitchell really don't want to be there like that. He just won't admit it. Rudy Gobert is asking them to choose between him and Donovan. They don't have a coach. So me personally, if I'm Utah, I would try to rebuild because we have tried to win with Gobert and Mitchell, and it just has not worked. So you if you could come up with a trade package for Mitchell it's going to have to have a bunch of picks and Miami is known for bringing in talent Um the game rapper the game pushes drillmatic his new album back to July so we won't be getting that shit Friday Um Montrez Harrell was arrested for having three pounds of weed on him. And they're charging him with drug trafficking charges for three pounds of weed. We all know that that man does not have to sell drugs. We know that that was for personal use. Y'all didn't have to come down on that man like that. Just charge him with possession of weed. They're charging him with intent to distribute. That is fucking ridiculous in my opinion. And and just completely wrong. That shit just not right. That is some complete bullshit. Like, I couldn't believe it when I heard about that shit. crazy dog like I couldn't believe when I heard about this shit well actually no it wasn't three pounds it was three yeah it was three pounds man I don't think he's going to go to jail though he's never been arrested for anything before I just think that that's a fucking stupid charge if they decide to stick with that. Whatever story fits the bill. Whatever negative story you could throw at a black NBA player, right? Alright, let's move on to tonight's game. And, and we looking at things that we noticed tonight. It seems like Golden State has been watching tape on these niggas. And you notice, one thing I noticed, and a lot of people on the internet noticed with me, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are not good going to their left. Because a lot of Jason Tatum's shots were comfortably um, taken from the right. And when they forced Tatum and Brown left, they couldn't hit shots. Um, the Golden State Warriors defeated the Boston Celtics 104 to 94 tonight. And it was a game of runs because Golden State commanded the first half and Boston fought their way back into the game to take the lead. But the lead did not last long as Golden State regained their focus as Stephen Curry their leader had an off night in the worst game of the series for him. Because the first four games, Curry has been averaging 34 points. Almost 35 points per game. And tonight, Curry had 16 points and 8 assists, 7 of 22 shooting, and did not hit a 3. This is the first playoff game where Stephen Curry did not make a 3-pointer. He got a lot of help tonight Especially from Andrew Wiggins Who had a very stellar game 4 As he scored 26 points and 13 rebounds If Andrew Wiggins can score 20 points per game for this team They're going to win the championship And it seems like Ever since game four, Andrew Wiggins has come alive. Despite a lot of his shots being bricks, he came alive. Like when he attacked the when Wiggins attacks the basket, he's a lot more effective when he tries to make jump shots. And he's very effective from the 15 to 18 feet range. When Wiggins is aggressive, he can make a major impact, but it's you know, his mentality has been the only thing that's held him back he has the talent he's always had the talent he just never showed up in big games up until this point now you have an opportunity to win a championship now you have a different mentality now when a championship is on the line now is the right time to show up and 26 and 13 show the fact that he had this in him the whole entire time he was 12 of 23 tonight and he shot well even though he was 0 of 6 from 3 but we're not gonna knock him for that it was a lot of bad shooting going on in that first half Clay Thompson he hit major shots Game six, Clay became Game five. Clay. So he shot seven of fourteen from the field, five of eleven from three. And even Draymond Green showed up with a career high eight points. <laughs> Draymond Green played a whole lot better, especially on the defensive end. He was blocking shots. He was staying in front of niggas. 8 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. Usual Draymond Green numbers. Gary Payton Jr., 15 points. He was huge today. On the offensive end and the defensive end, he was very useful. Jordan Poole. like This is the type of production that Golden State needs going into Game 6. Everybody assuming that this series is over, but it's not. The job is not done. Jordan Poole had a big shot at the end of the third quarter that gave Golden State the motivation to finish off the game. Poole has been shaky in this series, but today he was on fire. Four of eight from the field, three of six from three. The Boston Celtics side of things... Jason Tatum hit a lot of big shots tonight. He didn't necessarily sell, but a lot of people are going to say that he uh, choked at the end. And I don't think that was a choke. I mean, Tatum was hitting shots. Would you consider 10 of 20 from the field a choke? 5 of 9 from 3 a choke? 27 points, 10 rebounds? Technically, this is the game that he needed in this series because he had not shot the ball particularly well it was kind of like Jalen Brown that was like that did not show up tonight 5 of 18 from the field 0 of 5 from 3 and the Warriors were forcing Tatum and Brown left especially in that fourth quarter. Marcus Smart hit some big shots for Boston to keep them in the game, 20 points, 7-15 shooting. Um, Robert Williams, though, in the first half, they was going to Robert Williams, and I think them going away from Robert Williams really cost them the game. They... Because they were... um, going to him early and Golden State couldn't stop him. And they didn't, and They went away from Al Horford. They went away from what got them those two victories, which was, you know, keeping the ball on the inside and posting up. But my thoughts on this game is simple. I mean, it was It was Andrew Wiggins' night. And despite Steph shooting 7-22, he still had 16 points and 8 assists. It was just the it was all about the others. You know, Shaquille O'Neal talks about the others every time. Like, if Shaq's having an off-night, I'm gonna kick it to, to Robert Ory. I'm gonna kick it to uh Kareem Rush. I'm going to kick it to Brian, Brian Shaw. I'm going to uh, kick it to um Rick Fox. I'm going to kick it to Kobe Bryant. You know what I'm saying? So the other showed up for Steph. It's like, all right, I'm not shooting well. I got eight assists. All right, here, Andrew, go, go off. Klay Thompson, go off. Jordan Poole, go off. Gary Payton, go off. Go off. It was the the keys of this game was simple. Golden State's others, Boston, you know, Golden State recognizing that their star players can't go left. I feel like Udoka messed up tonight. By not sticking to the plan of going inside and playing big. And then going away from Robert Williams. I keep trying to tell them. He only played 29 minutes. Boston tried to play Golden State's game tonight. And they were not shooting it well. They got into a shooting match with Golden State. Golden State wasn't hitting their shots at a certain point. They had... In the second quarter they had like a cold a cold stretch they had a cold stretch in that second quarter where boston could have taken control of the game and they didn't execute then golden state had one of those third quarters where they closed out strong then that fourth quarter was pretty much a wrap you can't outshoot Golden State. What you have to do is beat them on the inside. Because all they got is Looney, Draymond, and Balitsika. Those aren't guys that are known as post defenders, even though Kevon Looney does block a shot or two. And I just think that Boston going away from that cost them the game. Looking forward to game six. I mean, Boston has been in this situation before. Where they were, I don't know if they were up 3-2 or down 3-2 or whatever the case may be. I don't think they've been down 3-2 yet. Actually, they have. In that Milwaukee series, they were down 3-2. When Milwaukee went... Into Boston and won. And Boston had to win that game six in Milwaukee. They've been down like this before. They've been forcing. They have, Their last two series went seven games. So I wouldn't be surprised if Boston won game six. But my prediction still lives on. Warriors in six. It's going to be difficult pulling out a game six on the road in boston but if anybody could do it the the experience of the golden state warriors can and knowing that brown and tatum can't go left the others are going to have to step up in boston tatum and brown i mean smart smart's been stepping up He hasn't been consistent with that jumper, but when that jumper is going for Marcus, it's dangerous. And that Boston defense has, you know, the ability to turn it on and off. So I'm looking forward. I'm going to predict that Golden State closes it out, but I wouldn't be surprised if Boston extends this seven games. Now, game 7 of this series, I would not mind watching. This has been a very exciting NBA Finals. So, anyway, um that is my show. This is King Known Uncensored Game 5 NBA Finals, and I'm out.